morning. Welcome to the Shop Girls. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're keeping warm. Finally, that thousand dollar winter jacket pays off right you can finally just who's got a thousand dollar winter jacket everybody everybody walking around i marvel at the number all of those um canada goose jackets yeah canadian goose canadian goose right canadian i saw an article that told about a jacket on amazon yeah that i believe is a hundred and thirty nine dollars very similar to the Canadian goose one that everybody has. Comes in several colors. Really? And check out Amazon. I would actually, this is completely spontaneous, but it, it's funny because it has come up this week with a few different people. Hope, do you have one of those fancy schmancy winter jackets? No. Yeah. I mean, I wish, but I can't afford that's, like, what one of those. Okay. I know, but, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I marvel at how many of them you see coming and going. And I guess if ever there's a place... not knockoffs that you're seeing? I don't... You I go mean, up and check... Well, it has a it big has patch the, on yes, the arm. Exactly. It's, I bet you could buy a patch. <laughs> Just okay, so that it is on. really Damn. unethical. Do I, I think better? I think better of my fellow Minnesotans. Do let me just really? say that. Oh. But I just you see so many of them, and there are others too. There's the para jumper coats, which mm-hmm. are upwards of nine hundred plus. And it, I mean, like I said, if there was ever a place and a time to yeah, have one, it is now. Yes, yeah. Feel that that maybe they but feel that that's still a worthwhile investment. I invested here. finally in a real. Winter coat. I did not learn that from you, mother. Well, winter coats are not my favorite. I, <laughs> I never, like, I literally, I'm like, what am I doing? I live here. I, it was like, I had an epiphany one day when I was like out taking my kids tubing and I'm in mm. some dumb, you know, wool coat. I'm like, why don't I have a real winter so jacket? Which one are I, you need I got a North Face okay. coat. Like oh, the yeah. real deal. Well, I got it last year and I have been so happy in that coat this week okay. with my hood and the. I would like to say, I do now have a real winter coat. Bravo. Because your father gave it to me as a gift. Well, it was kind it's, of like I put this on. It is a but it's a puffer coat. It's a puffer. It is a puffer coat mm-hmm. and it was more expensive than I would have paid, but certainly not a thousand dollars. But I love it. I yeah. wear it all the time. I am curious, and if anybody is, well, you know, it's radio, you don't have to, like, reveal your face. 651-641-1071. Have you, what is the most you would spend on a winter jacket? And if you have spent, you know, a relatively large amount, do you feel good about it? Do you feel like it is really different? Are you that much warmer? Are you that much happier than the rest of us in our budget coats? <laughs> You can also always email us and, you know, we take questions at the top of the the second hour, right at noon, if you're listening live. Um, So you can always go to mytalk1071.com and send us a message there. On Twitter, it's at Allie Shops and at Harmony Kaplan. Have you been tweeting about porn or anything today, Mom? No, I really... I'll tell you the only thing I tweeted, actually, it was yesterday in response to Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, really? What were you and Lin-Manuel talking (laughs) about? Well, we're we're quite close. And he was upset, and I then went and read the article in Variety, that on the Academy Awards, which come up on the 24th of February, they are now saying that there are only going to be two songs that are going to be performed. Mm -hmm. The one from Star uh, Star is Born, Shallow, and I can't remember what the other one was, but they're both from the same company. Ooh, and that the, I the song that is up from Mary Poppins is not going to be performed. That seems so weird. You've and got Lynn Manuel two. willing right. to perform, right. and you're not at Emily Blunt. I mean, they're so and good together. I said that maybe as long as there are no, there's no host, there's no songs. Maybe there should be no viewers. 
You said that, or Lin Manuel said that. Said that? I did it, Allie. But Lin Manuel had sort of a biting well, yes. comment about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, because he said when he was a kid, he remembers he was so excited to hear the song from Little Mermaid performed. Yeah. He was just waiting for that. And One of I the mean, the other song is "All the Stars," and it's from by um, Kendrick Lamar. And is it S? How do you say that? S Z A? Or do you say? Z-Z-Z- I, I don't Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-
Well, that I that's think the that reason that, for 30. I think that has a lot to do with it. I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm cynical about it. I think there are things that can make you um if you know, for example, that there's something regarding your health and that it would really behoove you to eat a certain uh, kind of food mm-hmm. or drink a certain kind of tea or whatever it may be, that can really motivate you. I yes. think there are, you know, there are certain things. Speaking from I don't experience. Think it, yeah, I don't think it needs Green tea a maniac. 30-day challenge. But I, Well, I think that when you go through something, and if you talk, in my case, I, it was a nutrition nutritionist that I talked to who was saying how green tea is an important antioxidant and it really works and it really helps you. And, and it just seemed like such an easy thing to do. And somehow in my psyche, mm-hmm. it has become a thing that I, there's rarely a day that goes by that I don't have at least a cup right. or a glass of green You've tea. you tried to order green tea at Chipotle. I mean, <laughs> you're like, wherever you are. They really don't. But I, yeah. I wish I had a list of all the places, the weird, inappropriate places where I have seen you try to... <laughs> no, you don't happen to have green tea, <laughs> no, Dana. Wait, wait. Huh? But no. better than that, I'm sorry, better than that, though, are the wait staff that when you say, I'd like, they have green tea, and then you say, well, I would like it ice. Oh, well, we don't have ice green tea. And I have to literally have explain ice? that you just heat, you know, you you brew heat it the tea. and just it give me a glass of ice. That's right. Pour, oh, my gosh. They're just shocked <laughs> at that idea. But I'm teaching a lot of people. That's good. That is good. So, um, but this the, this nutritionist, I, I mean, I I get it. I get what you're saying that I mean, yeah. if you but I mean, also, again, you're talking about having a motivation. Right. You, yeah. you get a diagnosis, you have an injury and you're told, you know, if you do this, I mean, that's a little different. I mean, if yeah. you're just spontaneously going from like pizza every day to working out every day. That's pretty, you know, I think people tend to go so hard or do like the whole 30 or that kind of thing that it's like, it's impossible to keep that up. No, it's got to become a lifestyle. Right. But that's what, that's what they're saying. And we'll, we'll just end with this note. This nutrition is saying that 30 days is long enough that your system will have adapted at least partially to your diet or exercise routine, making it more likely to stick. She said again, at least partially so if you've really gone to the gym for 30 days you've taken days off here and there you take recovery days but if you've basically gone to the gym for 30 days and been regular about it it's much less likely that you'll never go again yeah that makes sense i think the other thing as far as i'm concerned is when you pay for classes or pay for a membership or whatever to me that's motivation too if i've already spent my money then i'm gonna go and i think that's a big factor in the rise of the boutique gyms and why they work because it keeps people absolutely that's a motivator you feel like oh but i basically paid 22 dollars for this class i'm not going to just not show up right yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'm glad we've covered that. I am so, too. you know, look, it doesn't have to be January. You could do it any time. Can you do it in February? I, you can. Oh, and I mean, I feel like, I mean, I guess what I've learned from my challenge is that, I mean, I am never, I'm not going to, you know, not eat pizza and bread anymore Whoa, and candy. No. no. But, it's it's easier than I thought it would be to eliminate some real go tos, and it's easier to fit it in if you just make working out yeah. a pri- make it a priority. And I think I probably will be better. And also, like you feel really well, yeah. accomplished, and so you don't want to just stop. Have you really given up Jelly Bellies? I 
Well, no. I mean, yes, yes. I mean, this month, I mean, I've had like a couple pieces of candy here and there. I had like a couple of cinnamon bears that were in a dish somewhere. Why? I, I like cinnamon. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just take the jar and you can just chug it. But yes, no, okay. I've been much better. Okay, so, that's really all right. good. That is that. Um, we have a lot of fun stuff coming up today. When we get back, we're going to tell you about six consumer trends for 2019. See if you agree with them. And we've got a fun guest coming up later this hour. Don't go away. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allison Kaplan. My mother, Harmony Kaplan, is here as well. Coming up a little later this hour, we're going to talk to one of my favorite uh, local entrepreneurs, makers turned business people, uh, Mercedes Austin. You'll really enjoy her from Mercury Mosaics. You're gonna. We're gonna have to go there too. I'll have to okay. take you to her. Um, Offices, it? studio. It's in Northeast. It's so cool. It's in the same building as Tattersall, but we'll get oh, there. Okay. Um, you know, are you going to watch the SAG Awards tomorrow? I am. See if yes. we see Laurie and, and Julia, if we see any there. glimpses or hear them screaming yeah. in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely possible yeah. things yeah. that could actually Lady happen. Gaga, come <laughs> here. Come here. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I somehow missed the Critics' Choice Awards, which was very upsetting to me. Mm. I don't know. I never saw it advertised. I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, that really, you're but, really off your game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But the SAG Awards, I am definitely. And there is a red carpet, right? I mean, E does the red carpet first and everything. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a good one. It's all the. Well, it's always fun because it's all the actors. So Mm -hmm. it's all people you know. You're not dealing with sound and cinematography. Right, right. I am going to join the ladies who will be, you know, rushing off of their red eye to get back here on Monday. Oh, oh. You know, and they'll be like, they'll have crazy stories and they'll they'll still be trying to like figure out where their tapes are, if they hit record and giving it to Donnie. But, you know, we'll go, we'll talk about. So you'll fill in. I will. Well, I mean, I can provide, I can tell them what was going on on TV because I mean, obviously you get an amazing perspective being on the red carpet, but you don't necessarily see see all the shenanigans happening with, you know, on E and yeah. everything else. So we can sort of cover all the angles all on, the bases. on Monday on Lori and Julia. But um, what time? Uh, well, they go on at three. No, I, know I will be joining them. On. I'll join them at three thirty okay. on Monday. Yeah. I'll, tr- I'll try to listen. OK, thanks. Sure. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so six global consumer trends for 2019. Mm-hmm. Z how you feel about these? Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Um, number one, beauty for one and all. How can you be against beauty for one and all? Right. Right. Um, but the idea is that it's about diversity, in inclusivity, um, all genders, all sexual persuasions, all skin colors, you know, just seeing a lot more variety in advertising and, you know, marketing campaigns from beauty companies. Yeah. And there's also going to be a lot of technology involved. In fact, just as a little, you know, kind of sneak peek, I have some uh, something along these lines, these beauty technology lines to talk about in my tech report. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, there's a lot more technology involved in the beauty world nowadays. So that's okay. something else to look for. Okay. Um, that, that seems kind of like a no-brainer. Yeah. And, I mean, 
Yeah, I, I, I am. Okay, good. We're happy with that. <laughs> we, we approve. That we approve. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, responsible consumerism comes around. So hardly a new trend. Um, but but the prediction is that responsible consumerism will go mainstream in 2019. That means people, you know, making Better choices, basically mm-hmm. picking things that are, you know, made of recycled materials or um, that use, you know, landfill waste or. Well, and we've kind of talked about that over the last few weeks about all the different companies that are becoming more responsible and how consumers are looking at companies and buying from from those that are actually yeah. making a stand and doing good. And also, here's another buzzword that you might start seeing around products and you can seem really ahead of the trend. Um, this expert says there's an urgent need to shift from sustainable. That's certainly a word that we've heard a lot yeah. around food, around, you know, lots of products to a regenerative mindset. Do you follow? Yeah. Um, It means basically going beyond um, mitigating negatives to finding a way to be positive. To use. We need to take a moment. Do we need to take a moment? Let's think about this. This might be too academic for us, this study. Yeah. Well, it just means that you're not just. You're just doing that regenerative you, means having a net another, positive impact in myriad purpose. different ways, like restoring ecosystems, making life healthier right. You're, and living longer. Right. It's not just not bad. It's actually good. See, now that's a simple <laughs> way that? of putting it. Thank you. OK. All right. Number three, we are what they eat. Oh, hmm. deep thoughts. Okay. Oh, okay. So um, healthy eating has been a thing, obviously, for a long time. Consumers have been mostly in it, um, interested in, you know, diets, in foods as preventative medicine. Um, now there's an increased desire to understand what we are actually eating. So that means, you know, you've heard about some of these like plant-based meats, meat products, mm-hmm. you know, that aren't actually meat from animals. Mm-hmm. Um, just more focus on what the animals are eating, where the vegetables were grown. It takes a lot of time and effort y- yeah. to check all that out. All of it, all of it, yes. Um, all right, safe at home, the cocooning yeah. trend. I like to cocoon. Um, did you know that, that that Faith Popcorn came up with that term, cocooning, yeah. in the 80s? Right as she was putting butter. Right. I did see did someone in one of faith pop. I know, I know, I know. Um, but, um, you know, now I feel like the cocooning trend, we we talk about um, the huga. Heige. Hi, yeah. Heige. Huga. Heige. That's not how it's pronounced, actually. It's spelled that way. Really? It's yeah. pronounced? Say yeah. it again. Huga. You sure? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> right, right, ho? Yeah, right. that's She's how. Nodding. Yeah. Huga. As far as I know. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's the that's the new twist. But now the next thing is comfort comfort first sanctuaries that can provide respite in an increasingly uncertain world. In other words, you just like to snuggle in at home. Well, it's not just snuggling in, it's feeling safe, safe at home. Safe. So you so got to ring doorbell. It's your and- home security system. It's your um it's your AI driven thermostat, your app based access to lights so that you can feel safe and secure and never have to get off the couch. 
Because it's all controlled by your phone. And if I've got my iPad with me and mm-hmm. can play words with friends, then I'm all set. <laughs> then you're okay. good. Okay. That you sounds good. good. All I'll right. We have one. a couple more. We'll save them for, for later. We got to take a quick break. When we get back, um, hopefully she's here. We will talk to Mercedes Austin from Mercury Mosaics. Don't go away. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, and so delighted to welcome our next guest. We've dragged her here on just the most beautiful Minnesota January yeah. day, Mercedes Austin from Mo- Mercury Mosaics. Hi. Hi. Thank did, you for having me. Did you have fun way. getting here? You know, it was a little ice capade, yeah. but I'm born and raised, so there you yeah. go. We can't feel too Still bad about fun, it, right? Though. We right. have to live. We have to live our lives. So let's explain to everybody who you are. I was trying to film my mom, and I was like, Mom, you're going to really love Mercedes. Yes. Did I yeah, say this? You, you better I said, live up to the hype. Well, I don't know. I have that same sweater, so <gasps> we're off to a great start. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> you have the same sweater as my mother. How about like that? that? Uh-huh. I love this sweater. It's so comfy. Where did you both get that sweater? I got mine at Hobo. Okay, I got mine Galleria. at below. Okay. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Before the going out of business sale? During the going During. out of business sale. During. Very oh. good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. But you do know that two of them are staying open now. They're going to be converted into good things. We talked. Yep. Did we talk about that? We did that? talk, we did about, talk about, about that. Yes. Okay, that was yeah. a couple weeks ago. I'm okay, anyway, let's that. talk about you. So I think what's so interesting about you and so inspiring, we talk to a lot of makers, a lot of people who have a side hustle or who have a new idea and are building something. You were that person, and now you are like running an empire. (laughs) How did this happen? You're a big time CEO. I really appreciate that. It's it's been 20 years in the making, which is really wild. So working for someone else for those first three years and then really getting the gumption to go out on my own and then realizing while you're building it, you have side hustles of the side hustle just to really make ends meet. And, you know, it's, it's not an overnight um, thing. It's a lot of hard work. Oh, it's yeah. dedication. And I, well, I don't. Let's back yeah. up and tell everybody what the thing was. What was the, the passion that you wanted to pursue? Well, I wanted to make a living from my art. I had just really known a lot of people that did it in the evenings. It wasn't their nine to five. And I just I really started to question that. Like, why aren't these people that I'm meeting doing it full time for a living? People that have went to college four years to do it like. Why aren't they churning out and starting Mm -hmm. it full time? So it really just started with, why can't I do what I love full time? Let me explore this. What had you been doing before? I was waitressing and I was a student in college. Okay, Okay. and then you and you and what kind of art did you? I mean, was it ceramics and tiles initially? Not at all. I was a painter and I was a photographer. I was calling myself a wedding photojournalist. Okay. And I was also running the dark room at the U of M when we were down in the lower level of the McPhail Center when it was in downtown Minneapolis. Oh, wow. And I was developing and printing my own prints. Mm -hmm. So I was doing a very raw photojournalistic style and really doing a lot of creativity in the dark room to create, you know, just kind of phenomenal artistic prints. But I could in no way compete with people in the digital photography world. So that's where I started looking. I also felt I couldn't really compete with painters around town as well, because just my own uh, decision about myself is that I wasn't, you know, good enough to compete with the 7,000 other painters in town. Sure, sure. So then how did you go from there to ceramic tiles? 
I really just stumbled upon it. It's definitely a leap. Who wakes up and says, I'm going to make ceramic tiles? Yeah, well, if you know me, sometimes I... I see something and I go for it. Like when I moved out of my parents' house for the first time, it was on a whim and it was within 24 hours that I had written a check, didn't consult my mom, and I was like out on my own overnight. Oh, wow. So it's kind of how I that. am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? I, it, it's sometimes for me, it, it doesn't take a lot of thought for something. So I just know when I know. So the when I saw it, yeah, yeah, I go with my gut a lot. So you went to work for someone else. I did. Making tiles. Yes. So that's how you kind of learned the trade. Yeah. And and suddenly you're doing art, but you're actually making a product that people buy and put on their walls. That's and, right. Right. And so did that feel good? Like it was more tangible? Yeah, that was the aha moment when I saw, okay, people could justify this thing in their everyday life. It's mm-hmm. not this nice thing they got on their wall. As mm-hmm. it's, it's more of it's a necessity. An right, it's something yeah. that they need. Yeah. But yet it can look so good. That's right. Yeah, and I was always interested in architecture. I did light study of that in college and interior design, but I liked tile because it captured those interests, but it could also be a fine art. So I like that it had all of that in one, and I love math. So there's a lot oh, wow. of math in my job. Bingo. Yeah. So so you start Mercury Mosaics and first it's kind of a small, it, has it been sort of a steady climb? Because when I went to visit you at your new headquarters in Northeast, I mean, I was blown away. That place is huge. It's like a real legit business going on there. <laughs> How many people so work surprised? for you? No, it's a beautiful. Yeah, I want to see it. Great lofted. It's like where every maker dreams of working. Really. Yeah. And I had been dreaming of that space for yeah. seven years, mind you. And 10 years prior to moving in, I'd started a Pinterest board, just dreaming oh, up okay. these ideal manufacturing spaces and realizing that our country really started manufacturing in spaces like this. Mm-hmm. So it was just. Again, one of those gut things of like, I'm supposed to end up in a place like this. There's supposed to be floods of natural light and lots of space. I think this is going to be the ideal spot. Did you envision the dogs? Because there are lots of dogs oh, there, too. <laughs> that was absolutely a bonus. Well, I where actually, did the dogs come from? My, my tile elves. So oh, I don't have one of okay. my own. Oh. I don't have children of my own. I'm an aunt. It's one of the next best things. So having dogs come in and getting to love them, but... Somebody but else feeds them. Of them. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah. employees bring their dogs to oh, work. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And they're, you know, just even you guys mentioning dogs, it seems like it brightens you up. And that's really what yeah. they do around the space. So these are well-behaved dogs. These aren't crazy wild dogs. So <laughs> any of my staff that bring in dogs that don't have a lot of training, like they self-correct on their own. And they'll just bring that dog in maybe once every couple months kind of thing. But the well-trained dogs are basically they own the dogs. Yeah. So yeah. how do people know to come find you because you I mean if I was redoing my kitchen I wish I was right now because I would like to have your tiles I mean do all the designers in town know the decorators are I mean how do you get to you that is a great question so it's really organic so some designers are aware of us just because of our our existence over time and layered uh, multiple jobs that we've done with them. And I did an interesting thing to have people find out about me is I really put a lot of attention on internet marketing, Mm. whether it be we're on a thing called house, H O U Z Z dot com. Such a great resource. It's such a a great resource. Yeah. That, and um, just really writing a blog every week and creating um, inspiring content to help people solve their problems. So a lot of people honestly find us, through Googling 
their questions about ah, okay. the thing they're working on. Mm-hmm. And 80% of our business comes from someone finding us in that way. And locals usually happily discover that, oh my gosh, you guys are local as well. And then they find us. It's but like a bonus instead it's a of bonus. the reason. You are not going to be walking on the street and see us because right. we're tucked in the middle of a maze of this yeah. massive building that you cannot see us on the street. So you have to be researching and working on a project. So, but now you're doing, but here's the big, can I just tell you this? It's very exciting. A a Mercury Mosaics just did their first collaboration with room and board. Oh, really? How did that come about? That I, I technically say it's nine years in the making. It wasn't (laughs) during the whole nine years, but one of their amazing people is a client of mine. And when she was coming in for her third project, when we were in our new factory, that's when really all the pieces fit together. I say, you know, I wasn't technically ready nine years ago to work with someone like them and mm-hmm. really have it on that make scale. A on that scale, yeah. I would have been too afraid. Now, totally, we're totally ready. That came about from one of her colleagues seeing samples that she had and already having an awareness of us and mm-hmm. it just sparking. They reached out and wanted to do something. And so they're was, doing a room vignette in the in the store tables 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 yeah so tables we're like a layer yeah. a layer oh, cool. of them which is a super honor because I actually started focusing on home accessories like tables and small objects so what oh. an honor it is to take something from my roots and work with a company like that to scale it with their audience. Did they, were they super picky? I mean, like, did you say this is the color we want to use or this is the size tile and did you have to go back and forth a million times? They're completely the opposite of picky and they're super honoring of makers and they make it a truly collaborative process. Really? That's so nice to hear about room and board. Oh, I mean, obviously we love them because they're a local company too, but it's really nice to hear that they're so supportive. Absolutely. 90% of what they do is made by someone in the U S if you really think about that. Yeah, that's huge. Wow. That's really huge. So do you actually come up with the designs for the tile because when I was looking on your site I mean there's they're interesting shapes and you know it's not what you think of with just you know it's not just subway tiles right I draw from what I feel are the most commonly sought after geometric shapes so these shapes have been my brain doesn't work immemorial. like that I'm not thinking about no, shapes that's why she owns the company <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, so just think of it like I'm the master curator of it. And then we have these starting points and our clients or designers, they work with us to narrow it down to what would be used in a space. What's your most popular tile? Moroccan fish scale tile. Moroccan fish scale. Oh, is that the one? Does that surprise you? No. 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 Is it this turquoise? That's right. Okay. Oh, it's so pretty. Why do you think people gravitate to that? I feel like they gravitate toward it well especially the colorway and the shape yeah. because it reminds them of those pleasant vacations those getaways they've went on it's right. reminds them of the water and who does not feel good when they're near the water so it's a way to bring that in your home right so i think what people forget to i mean you you tend to think of tiles as i say you know in the kitchen backsplash yeah but tell us all the different i mean you were mentioning the tables that you're doing what yeah. other kind of things do do you do or do people use the tiles for the most common space is someone doing a feature wall in their shower. And I'm honored to say of the top 10 bathrooms of 2018 on house, two Mm -hmm. were ours. Nice. Two were a feature wall in a shower. One was a Moroccan fish scale wall. One was a subway tile wall. But in these like 
gorgeous, dreamy blues. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. What other, give us just a couple of trends. We're talking to Mercedes Austin. We're so delighted to have you here from Mercury Mosaics. Before we let you go, tell us just a couple of trends you're seeing right now in terms of shape or color or just, you know, design project. So listen to this. I'm not a huge follower of trends because I'm trying to sell something that you don't have to redo for 20 years. However, good point on the topic of trends. I'm seeing a trend of people simply doing what they love in their space and not being so fixated on the resale and Uh, I'm just making it personal to them mm -hmm. so that they can live their best life. I don't want to sound so cliche, but I'm really seeing that more commonly. If you asked me that 10 years ago, I was playing it safe. I was really trying to think of what could the next homeowner want, but now it's all about people putting their personality into their spaces, Mm. whether it's a restaurant or whether it's a residential home. Yeah. Do you work with restaurants too? Absolutely. Oh Tell goodness. us just a couple of your uh, favorite restaurant projects around town so that people can go and be like, yeah. oh, that's Mercedes. I heard about her on Shop Girls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I am a huge fan of the Bachelor Farmer Cafe. Oh, that yeah. was you did such that. a cool space. Those are your tiles. Yeah. That's I love that so much. And Northern yeah. Coffee Works is such an amazing spot on mm-hmm. Washington to eat and, and co-work and and yeah. your bachelor farmer tiles those get a lot of instagram play they really do <laughs> yeah i'm really i'm just so really? thankful for that project it's yeah. just incredible and the That's risk amazing. that the space was there's so much going on but it works right so cool so cool i mean it's just great to think about all the different ways we can think about makers and making a difference and building a company congrats on all the success i know there's going to be more great things to come you'll have to come back again i would love to mercedes great to see you check out we'll put a link up to mercury mosaics you can check it out for yourself Yes. yes. Okay. I'll bring her. Yeah. I'm sorry, okay. but I'm going to have to oh, bring her. Oh, please. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. We'll be back with Who's Look Is It Anyway right after this. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. It is that time in the show where we take a look at a trend, we pick it apart, we generally say, what the heck? And then we say, Who's Look Is It Anyway? <laughs> She's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Well, we've got a few doozies. Leave we it do. to my mother we to do. find the weirdest things well, in fashion. You know, it's just interesting to me. Um, Chanel. Mm-hmm. They concluded their spring-summer 2019 Haute Couture show with a bathing suit wedding dress. I thought about this. Yeah. I'm sure you did. Yeah. I think it's it just was a little too early. I got married about. in May, and it was just a little too early yeah, in the and, season and to I go got this route. In November, so yeah. you know, it just wouldn't have. June, worked. July, I'm all perfect. about the, the perfect swimsuit wedding dress. Um, they did this at a swimming pool, of course. It was beautiful. Oh, it I mean, was the beautiful. setting yeah. is spectacular. And the suit itself was silver beaded and payette embroidered cutout mm-hmm. swimsuit. Um, it was it was not you know super super cut out sexy you know no. just it was it was a little bit more conservative, and they had a matching cap that was also you know the the I um, feel that if you were like a, a champion synchronized swimmer, this would be the way to go. Yes, or if in the old days when Esther Williams was making all her movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were all swimming in the swimming pool or at the swimming pool. This could be a way yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm guessing Chanel will not be manufacturing these. I'm thinking it was just maybe for the show. Maybe. I think, you know, maybe it has also, I mean, just in case people didn't think there was a, you know, train involved, the cap actually has a long train that um, Mm -hmm. flows. They really thought of all the details. They did. Yeah. And, you know, I mean. I'll I'll give it a thumbs up. Okay. Really? Okay. Okay. For someone, for the right person. For somebody. For somebody. Okay, Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day is before you know it, which is exciting. Do you feel that you own enough things with hearts on them at this point? No, I actually ordered a new sweater. Did you really? I did. I have to be honest. I did. Wow. I can't wait till it comes. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you about it when I get it. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So, Zulily. Mm Mm-hmm. Has got now. I don't know about you. I know that you and your husband are very, very close. Mm-hmm. But Some do you really want a two-person sweater? This is the question. Um, for the holiday, they have what they call double-header sweaters mm-hmm. for a couple. So, for example, they have one, and you know, there's an arm for you, an arm for your guy. Yeah, and your other two arms, I guess, are just in there. Mm-hmm. holding hands this is and what you call an instagram moment sweater right you so, buy this you put it on you take a cute picture you post it and you never look at it again or you hit the guy if you try to move one way and he goes the other way yes so they have one that has big hearts on it uh it's in turquoise and one heart says be mine and the other says i'm yours mm-hmm. isn't that cute uh another one is love is love and there is heartbreaker and double trouble so you can get these on Zulily's website, and if you hurry, you'll be able to get it for Valentine's Day for thirty nine ninety nine. So if you want it, for you have Valentine's to place the Day, order though, right? You got to place the order by January thirty first. So mm-hmm. you still have a few days. Yeah, we'll put the link up um, so that you can look at it. You know what I think is probably more practical? They also sell a T-shirt. It's kind of cropped um, with like a, a Valentine, like a conversation heart. Yeah. So it's got the heart and then it just says tacos. Oh, that seems okay. like a better you investment. You know that you can't get the conversation hearts this year. What? So, oh, you don't know about that? No, scandalous. Nico, Nico the company that made it, Neko, Nico, N-E-C-C-O, they closed. They went into bankruptcy. What? There will be no conversation hearts this year. Although somebody, I saw somebody on the internet who said that they found some other ones. You know, there are, I think, knockoffs. It'll be back next year. But they make something like eight billion and they didn't, they couldn't do it this year because they went into. They made zero. That's correct. And nobody else just picked it up. That's what I am not quite sure because I saw something where someone said, well, I got some, but they obviously are not. Probably from last year. Conversation hearts. Mm -hmm. So. Oh anyway, my gosh, yeah, thank hey. you for bringing well, us that sure. information. You know, but I'm here to serve. But I will say this, Mom. I'm looking, I just did a search, and I mean, they seem, well, it, well, there are some that seem to be available online, but then right under it are all these stories that say America's favorite Valentine candy is unavailable this year. Would I lie to you, Allison? Would I come on the radio no, and not tell We believe facts? almost everything you say. <laughs> well, I don't know if you should go that far. But anyway, okay. Anyway, um, quickly, we should talk about Louis Vuitton's uh, new, they had a, their resort collection that they showed. And I'm just saying they are in stock. I went to candyfavorites.com. They're not I can't Nico vouch. conversation hearts. It says it right here. And it specifically says Nico large conversation hearts, three pounds, $24. Large, you're not going to get the in little stock. boxes of conversation hearts this year. I see. 
I'll okay. find the article. For okay. You. No, no, I, I believe I you. I see the articles. Like I'm just quickly. Yeah. You're, you're better at that all right. than I am. Go ahead. Anyway, Louis Vuitton, <laughs> with all of their bags that they have, have now come up with a glow-in-the-dark handbag. So you Very know, Virgil, handy at the theater. Yeah. Virgil Abloh, who is the new uh, arti- men's artistic director, mm-hmm. he presented this glow-in-the-dark key balls, and he sent it down the runway, and Everybody absolutely loved it. I guess they use fiber optic lights to get the glow. And does it have a battery pack? I, I suppose it does. I don't know. I, do you want one? I do. Can you afford one? Could you get it for me for Valentine's Day? You betcha. Okay. I'll get you the conversation put hearts. A heart, yeah, put some conversation hearts in <laughs> yeah. it. Do that. Yeah. All right, get ready to call us with your questions. We'd love to talk shop with you. That is right after the news. Another hour of Shop Girls.